You are listening to If We Were Writing, a feisty triathlon-ish podcast. I'm Kelly O'Mara, and together with Sarah True, we head up a weekly group ride where we dish on all triathlon news and everything else-ish we want to talk about. We're joined regularly by Khadija Diggs and Jocelyn Wong-Neal, and Laura Sidal does her Sid Talk segment updating you on everything you need to know from the weekend. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If We Were Writing is a production of Live Feisty Media. Join us on our group ride. All right, Khadija isn't missing us because she's in Cuba this week. Uh, but Carrie's joining us. And Carrie, I feel like you're like hot off your announcing at the Austin Marathon gig. You're like basically a celebrity. That's just it. It's like those those who can't race, just they just get handed a microphone. And they're like, why don't you go cheer some people on? But yeah, like oddly uh, flattering, I have to say, when yeah. the race committee called or they emailed and said, hey, we've, we need some on-course race announcers and here's what we'll do. You will be with the timing company at the 35K mark. So that's where they set me up. Mm. And that's for those of you that pretty can't do the, the conversion, end. it's yeah. pretty close to the 22 mile mark of the marathon which is the worst, best place to hand a <laughs> microphone to somebody, really. And so I was there with the timing person. And so when the runners would cross the 35K chip mat, I would see their name and mm. where they were from pop, what, where they were from, that would pop up on my screen. And I don't know, I, it, I would love to get some feedback. I would love to get some solicitation some ideas on what to say and what not to say even though the event is already passed but I what know did you this again. so what I did think I say? did yeah. pretty well like I think <laughs> for the most part I did pr- pretty good so my I had a standard script and you could tell it's funny because the the faster groups I would really just sort of call out when the pace groups would come by And so you did, you had like your three hour pace group and there was the little pack and you had your 305 and your 310, your 315. And, and so I would just really focus on the fact that you are working together today and you are getting each other to hopefully your Boston qualifiers or massive PRs, like you're doing it together strong. And I thought, okay, that was, that's pretty good. Well, then you get to, let's just say the later paces or just people that are, you know, they don't care. They're not trying to hit a certain time goal. And then it became me having one-on-one connections with them. So I would call out their name and I would say, you know, Lisa from New Hampshire, welcome to Austin, Texas. And she would just be like, oh my God, it was fantastic. Only a few times did I say stupid shit like you're almost there, which is, I know, I know it was like, (laughs) what that is, that is, that's in the binder of what not to say (laughs) at that point on the course. And I would just get, I got caught up in it a few times. If I did see a pack of runners coming together, I was giving them some coaching cues because I would say, Hmm. you know, loosen your shoulders, give yourself a little shake, you know, you know, like get them down, uh, make sure that your stride is nice and fluid. Um, speaking of fluid, I'm like, stay hydrated, keep taking those calories. So it's just good advice. Those things like when your brain shuts off at mile 22. Did you get any training before they handed you a mic? Um, 
uh, life experience, Kelly. <laughs> so much life experience of being in the, the pain cave of those okay. races. So you um, could have said anything is what I'm <laughs> gathering. Yes. They handed me a microphone, a gigantic speaker and a playlist. And so it was like Pitbull and Carrie on the mic for five nice. hours. <laughs> okay. So I think my, my question is if they hire me again in the future, like, what are things that I should be saying or conversely the dumb shit? Like you're almost mm -hmm. there. Like, I feel like you can't go wrong with you're awesome. You're amazing. <laughs> You're doing it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the obvious that I should have sure, probably yeah. just stuck with the script. <laughs> I I think I am the wrong person to ask because like the longer it goes on, I'd for sure start saying things like, I love your sparkly shoes. <laughs> like, That's good though. <laughs> I feel like I would appreciate that. Or just random things are like, Oh, looks like you're going through a dark spot. Oh. <laughs> I'm putting that in the Just, no comment. Yeah, don't do that. No. Stop. What is up? There's you're walking. Uh, you know this is a marathon, right? Like, don't walk. Don't walk now. Occasionally, you'd, you'd have somebody pull up, like right, right near me, right. like pull up and like either cramp or have a stretch. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, basically, I like pull the mic away. I'm like dude, you got this. Just, you know, stay in it. Keep your head in the game. Uh, but yeah, there, it was, it was a, it was a, uh, a study in personalities mm. because some people just loved it. You would say their name and they would just, woo, they would float with so much joy and energy. And then other people wouldn't even look over at you. Um, <laughs> I was also saying stuff like, you know, if they were from out of town, I was like, oh, it's Sarah from New Hampshire. Welcome to Austin, Sarah. Breakfast tacos in just a few miles, you know, just well, very Austin-y thing. I, thought, I always manage to forget that, like, my name is on my bib and also it comes up on a computer. And I'm always like, I, like, everyone knows me. <laughs> I am, like, so popular. <laughs> No, yeah. it was fun. And so I would love any, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. If anyone ever wants to like leave us a voicemail, the it's in the show notes of how to leave us a quick voicemail. Like, what do you want to hear when you, you are at that point in okay. a race when your brain stops working? You know, I kind of did the whole like, you're running with your heart now. Right, like, right. Yeah, just you do not want to hear it looks like you're going through a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear that I'm awesome. I, I feel like it's so individual because yeah. if I heard that you're awesome, like mile 22, I know I'm having a bad day. I feel like, Gary, die. <laughs> or like my, um, you know, there's always ones that like your husband or your friends yell at you that are like, right. And my husband, like, I know he thinks I am struggling when there's like this big pause and he's like, you don't know what can happen. <laughs> like, oh okay <laughs> that, and then you have to wait for the there's a, there's right. a definite pause after that one. right there, <laughs> was, <laughs> there were definitely a few people i could be like are you questioning your life choices right now right. but like yeah. other people you're like no you can't no. say that yeah. but you don't know i think almost like if you when you register for one of these longer mm. races you have to put your preferences in <laughs> oh that'd be because good some things would just drive me insane um and i know being on the other side like cheering for people like making dumb jokes 
like some people just give you a death glare and others they're like thank goodness I needed a little levity and like that wasn't actually funny but I appreciated the effort um so I feel like that would be me was that like hour five I'd be making some really dumb jokes that just sometimes it might land sometimes it might not but if I had like a list of what I'm allowed to say to each person (laughs) like at mile 22 so you should fill that out like when you do your registration And it like ask you for your story. It should also be like, and what would you like people to yell at you? And totally, you can like list. Yes. Totally. Because sometimes the announcers just get on my nerves what they're saying. Yeah. I'm like, no. I like that. Yeah. I do. Okay. I'm gonna suggest right, that to high five events who runs right, the good. Aston Marathon. Well, thank you for that unsolicited. <laughs> well, actually, thank you for that solicited advice right. today. <laughs> yes, exactly. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, what we're we are going to cover other topics today. We're going to talk about all of our we got Jocelyn back, so of course we got to do all our hot topics and our news, and then we need an update on training because I feel like we all we all have our big goals. We got to find out how we're getting ready for Placid um, after this ad break. Iron Women is excited to announce a new partnership with Bicycle, the largest global marketplace for pre-owned bikes. With more than 20,000 pre-owned and refurbished road, gravel, mountain, and triathlon bikes available, Bicycle connects buyers and sellers on a global scale and makes the process of buying and selling bikes safe, easy, and convenient for riders. We all know there are plenty of marketplaces and classified sites out there, but what sets Bicycle apart is their guaranteed buyer protection, secure payments, simple shipping, and first-class customer service. Additionally, when you sell a bike, Bicycle provides a bike box directly to your door and coordinates pickup at a time that works best for your schedule. That kind of service has me swayed and I'm cleaning up one of my old race bikes to sell on Bicycle right now. For a limited time, you can save up to $100 on your purchase at Bicycle by entering the code FEISTYTRY, all caps and one word, at checkout. That's code FEISTYTRY at Bicycle.com. B-U-Y-C-Y-C-L-E dot com. I'm personally very excited to have Precision Fuel and Hydration signing on as a new Feisty Tri sponsor. Precisely because of their commitment to education and to making sure that all the women lining up for triathlons this year have all the information you need to fuel your races. Like, did you know women often underfuel and more typically complain about gel consistency, which I know I personally like really love the light and easy to get down precision gels, which still have 30 grams of carbohydrates. But the most important thing is to test all of this yourself. And that's why you can use precision sweat testing spreadsheet to do your own testing and to calculate your own sweat loss. And look, like I know that can sound intimidating. I also was, uh, but it's really super manageable. When you enter your numbers into their formula, it spits out how much sweat you lose, how much sodium, and then you can calculate and figure out what works for you. And then you can book your totally free consultation with their sports scientists who will walk you through your own race plan. You can find all of this information and a ton more on female fueling, hydration, things to know in the Precision Fuel and Hydration Knowledge Hub on their website. And you can test out their gels, drink mixes, electrolyte pills, and their specially formulated flow gel, which is made just for how people fuel in long course triathlon. Get 15% off your first order with the code FTP15. That's FTP, the number 15, like feisty triathlon pods or like functional threshold power. FTP15 at 
pfandh.com. Chasing Epic is the essence of the Orca brand. It's about seeking moments in life that make us feel truly alive and connected to the beauty of the world around us. And let's be honest, with a lot of swim, bike, and run, we get to see a lot of beauty. Orca's been a longtime partner of Feisty, and we work with them year after year because we love their products and their commitment to creating amazing wetsuits made for women. I absolutely love my Orca wetsuit. Apex is number one, but there's a range of triathlon wetsuits. You can choose between flexibility, buoyancy, or a combination of both. Really, there's a wetsuit for every triathlete and for all of your epic adventures. As a feisty listener, you can get 15% off with the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com. Get out there and chase some epic, friends. All right, so the biggest controversy I feel like that we didn't talk about last week, but it was like crazy, uh, is this whole park run mess. Um, and Sarah's actually nodding this time, so Sarah actually knows one. So there you go. Yeah, but... <laughs> I mean, I I know a little bit about it in part because you actually had it in the run list last week. Yeah. And we didn't talk about it. <laughs> I didn't talk about it. So, can you, yeah, can you, uh, can you well, lay some I'm just saying work? since Sarah knows about it, I feel like we should get her summary this time. <laughs> no, because yeah. if you actually want a reliable source of information, it's not me. Anybody who's listened to the podcast knows this. You are not a reliable source of information. Perhaps that is why people listen to this podcast. All right, here's more of an overseas controversy. It's massive in the UK. So here's the thing about Park Run. So Park Run is like a free 5K at your local park every weekend, right? And they are like insanely popular in the UK. Like every park has one. Like even when I visited Steve's cousins, we like did the one in the park there. There's like... 2,000 in the world and like 1,300 of them are in the UK. Like they're just really, really popular there. And like 2 million people, 9 million. It's like millions of people have done these. Um, So they're timed, but they're not like awards, if that makes sense. So like you can take it as seriously as you want or not. Are Speaking they of like, hand-timed? Yeah. They're not like, like it's like, okay, like popsicle go. Popsicle stick timed? That's the one I did was, but I think like some of them are more sophisticated than that. Okay. Speaking of like things people yelled at you, like in Belfast, though what they kept yelling at me because I was like right in second, it was she can be gotten, which is like such a weird thing to yell. They're like, she can be gotten. And you're like, oh, oh I will remember okay. that. Yeah. I will remember that for the next time. So anyway, they're really popular. And the thing is, they become so popular now that people are starting like take them seriously with the times and the like records. And so there are records now of like your park on your corner, like who's run it fastest and like the age group, like who has the age group record for each age group and age grading, like what, you know, like age grading, how, like how good you are for your age and gender, like they give you a percent. Okay. So the thing is last week or a week and a half ago, park run got rid of all the records, all data, all records, all times. They just like took them off the website and people say it's because there's been this like controversy about whether trans women should be allowed to compete or not. But I could only find record of like three trans women having any age group, like like their local parks age group record. So I don't like that doesn't seem like it warrants that kind of a response. So anyway, so the park run director said it's more because they're trying to get back to their like non-competitive get people outside spirit because that's like their whole mission. But okay. it was crazy. Like it was on the BBC. It was on like the guard. Like the UK went nuts for like a week and a half. 
Oh, yeah, you want so you want a triathlon connection? Chrissy Wellington is on the board of Park Run, but she's on she maternity leave or something right now. Get her on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, get her on the podcast. We don't want to talk about <laughs> anything you know, else. Her <laughs> triathlon career. We no. want the gossip. I know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> winning cone on a borrowed bike. Blah blah no, blah. No, no. Tell us about, about Park that. Run. So okay, I I think. The analogy here for those who don't do parkrun is like people getting really worked up about Strava mm. and segments mm -hmm. and like it takes away the fun of just riding your bike. But then like you also really care about getting those segments. So I get it. I get both sides. If like Strava just went and like wiped everything, there would be a there would be a lot of very I would upsetting. be upset. Yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck? This is crazy. Yeah. yeah. But then again, like, okay, they probably, Park Run probably should have given people the heads up that this right. might happen. I think that was a major problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If that was the real reason they did it, which I am in support of, because I so, like think, getting back to getting people outside, yeah, not being so yeah. competitive. Yeah. Like, let people, let people like keep track locally, sure. but Park Run sure. itself doesn't need, need to, do to do that like the way like back before Strava when we all had like knew who had biked the hill climb in your neighborhood like the fastest and you know what I mean like when we kept like random right. local you can you yeah. can keep it local and make it a local okay. fun thing but once you start comparing you know course to course and who it's knows weird. how well they're measured and who really cares yeah that's because... what I was confused about how you can I mean all the courses are different they but are. they're 5Ks, but they're like summer hand time, some and like to be fair, like and I'm only gonna judge, like I've done two. So like obviously I'm sure there's ones that are like more sophisticated, but the two I've done were like, we're gonna run around this park three times. Like it was yeah. not like they were not measuring it. <laughs> right. It was just like whatever. Yeah. I, I I don't see why they couldn't just take away the age grading and like the records, mm -hmm. but leave the results. Cause I yeah. feel like if it were me, I would still want to know all my times on the different courses and different years True. to compare myself to myself. That's why if like Strava got rid, Sarah, like I don't have any KOMs or anything because, you know, where we live and whatever. But like, I would be so annoyed if I couldn't look at like how I had changed over there because I totally use it for that. If they got rid of all the data and I couldn't see like how I had done, I would be really annoyed. Oh, I yeah. love that. So maybe yeah. maybe Park Run really needs to make it more of an individual thing where yeah. you log in and you can see your results at different park runs how you've done historically like against peers um it's not like keeping track of records nothing like that so it's not about high performance it's about individual performance which does keep it more fun um because it becomes like you said it's a, it's a way to track your performance over time um so i i do i i like that part of it it is super annoying when you do go to Strava to see like, oh, how, you know, because I do like the same, right? You're like, oh, and then you realize that like, oh, you actually have been consistently getting slower at this loop for the last seven years. And you're like, God damn it. <laughs> I don't want to know that. I don't want to tell me if idea. I get faster. <laughs> yeah. The idea of having like a park run portal, your yeah. own personal park run portal where you submit your times and you can keep track mm. of all of that. There so is something to, to be said for that. You know how I'm um like ultra running this spring? Okay, mm -hmm. so right, right. So apparently in trail running, there are like five different con like ranking systems that you like, like this reminded me because there is the UTMB portal where I can sign up for like my UTMB 
And then my race is all tracked in that. And, and then there's like rocks or whatever. And get my stones. Yeah, Your that's stones. why I'm doing this. I'm doing this to get my stones. But the point is like they have a ranking system where they give you like points based on how you did at races. But then like ultra sign up or something has yes, one. I'm on yeah. ultra sign up. And I have, and I, so I was looking at that, but there's definitely a Kelly O'Mara that like is slower than me and I want her things removed. Yes, so it's very you, can, you can email them <laughs> and have them removed. But then apparently, and I just found this out today or whatever, because I was reading something, there's like an international trail associate. There's like three or four that like the trail runners take very, which is like, that's just, that's just like crazy. That's too bad. I mean, we're basically six years old at this point where <laughs> we are still motivated by these little gold stars. These are all just little gold stars for all of us. So the other thing I can't figure out though, guys, about Parkrun, and when I was like trying to explain like how crazy this is in the UK, why is it not a big thing here? Oh, because capitalism. <laughs> you think uh, that's right? They they have capitalism they have, in the UK. They definitely sure. have. Yeah. Pretty sure like London is like a financial hub of the world, but whatever. <laughs> but these you said they're free. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It's like a nonprofit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there is like an American arm, but I think they have like a dozen of them in the country. Like it's not. A big yeah, thing. I did. I did go look. Uh, it's Brooks. Brooks puts them mm -hmm. on. Um, yeah. Parkrun.us is the website or appears to be the website for the United States events. They just like, so. are we I mean, too litigious? Like to, somebody would roll their ankle and want to sue somebody. I think, but um, like, but like my local, like the run club in Marin has these ones that they, they only happen once a month and you have to like, no, but they're three bucks and they are popsicle timed, Jocelyn. You do like, yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, that's similar. It's not like they don't exist. Hmm. Do you have so to I'm, sign a waiver? Probably. You have to sign a, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure you have to sign a waiver. Is it all volunteer know. led? Because people don't want to volunteer here. They want to get paid. You think that's the problem? Mm. Maybe. Ironically, a lot of them, I'm just looking at their, their map of rate of park run events. And a lot of them are in the Midwest and East coast. Like, yeah, is there one that. near me? Um, oh, wait, where are you? Delaware. Delaware. Well, yeah, but I meant like where, well, I guess it's not that big a place. You could go where no, I don't even know if Delaware shows it's up in on between Baltimore and <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> I don't know. Probably there's something probably. in there, but yeah, there's, there's like, two there's like one in california yeah i just like it's interesting i don't know why i like i don't know why they aren't they don't catch on here but i just hadn't like heard of them maybe yeah. maybe it's a it's a pr issue where yeah. people just haven't heard of them yet or we're so used to these big events oh no medals no, bling. no there are no medals there's no bling there's no that's anything. why but you also just like like literally like like Steve's cousin, like we were out drinking till like midnight or whatever. And it was like, well, we just were like, we're going to the park run on tomorrow morning. Like you just like get up and go to the park run on Sunday. It didn't matter. Like if you were going to run fast or slow, that's just like what they do on Sunday. So yeah. my, I wonder if there's a cultural part of it where it is replacing something that was already like part of the tradition. So like people used to do x y or z in the uk we should ask did substitute for yeah explain hey, Sid would know explain, explain your explain country. Run. explain your country <laughs> <laughs> did this evolve from like after drinking at the pub right, right. that makes sense <laughs> i will say though like a lot of these like 
Okay, transitioning topics here, ready? But like a lot of these like big triathlon things and like things that are really big over there, they just like, you watch them try to bring them over here and it just like doesn't work or it doesn't make sense. Or they like do not understand how things work, not just like in the US, but like on the East Coast versus the West Coast, right? And they don't understand the US like at all. Like you look at like all of these, like, like the PTO and Super League and the chaos with Malibu and New York and Alcatraz. And they like think they're going to come in with all their big money. And you're like, we have city councils and like, <laughs> and somebody was texting me something today, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, if that happened here, they would get sued. Like end of discussion. Yeah. It was a bullshit thing, but it was just like, no, that would never happen. And like, they mm -hmm. just, they, it's hard to explain. Like it's a different. Like I said, yeah. nobody wants to get sued if somebody rolls their ankle to you. <laughs> okay. Well, in it's, all fairness, it's this, litigious. But litigious. this is like, okay. So in all fairness, like the fact that anyone can file a lawsuit in the US is actually like our checks and balances, right? Like it does, like the thing that somebody was asking me about today was bullshit. And they were like, can this happen? And I was like, well, if someone did that here, they would get, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you can't mm -hmm. do it. Like you can't be fucking bullshit because you will get sued. Like that's how it works. Like, and obviously there's like problems and whatever, but anyway. <laughs> I love that was the quote of the night that I need to timestamp. You can't be fucking bullshit. <laughs> Best line ever. There you go. But but I do think a lot of these like big European, very European organizations that come over here, like don't get that. Don't understand. Don't understand us. I I feel like this podcast has devolved into an slightly anti-european <laughs> i just want to say for the record we're not anti because between like the croissant hating like the t100 font you know the font like, was dumb the name bashing, is dumb. yeah i love no. croissants <laughs> i'm just telling you i'm just saying i've been like at a lot of these like like you go on these like bit like try things right like you go to like I don't know, like the world championships or like awards or conferences. And you're at these things with a lot of like people who are basically more global than they are whatever country, right? Like even like the Americans who are pros like tend to like live abroad. You know what I'm saying? Like people are very like internationally and I go and I'm like the most American person. Like a lot of these people have, so I feel like this need to like explain America to them. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, honey, like, no. <laughs> So. And it's so, and it's so very American to explain America. Right. But it's funny because here, I mean, here in this country, like most people would be like, oh, Kelly, she's like a West Coast, San Francisco elite. But for a lot of these like triathlon international people that I'm like the most American person they know. Right. Like I would like, they're like, oh shit, she's been to a lot of states, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> well before we close out the park run loop did, yes. has there been any resolution have they backpedaled on any of what they had done where they got rid of all the results i don't think um, so okay so it's just still off, like i did stop following it on twitter because it got insane and i like couldn't handle the insanity on the twitter <laughs> so when we ask for Sid to explain her country to us. Right. We can also get an update from her because she is Good. now yeah. the source of everything. Yeah, British. British. Yeah. yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, sounds about right. If you're mm -hmm. the spokesperson for the United States, <laughs> person for the UK. Perfect. To be continued. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. But on that, but I felt like I had to be the spokesperson for the US because, okay, so you guys, the whole Alcatraz thing finally got confirmed that I've been saying for like weeks, right? 
Can we yeah, all just like to hear first? Yeah. Can we all just say that if people listen to our podcast, they would not have been like shocked by this information? You knew it. Oh uh, yeah. I felt like yeah. a lot of people were like dumbly shocked. I was not shocked at all because you yeah. told us like three times, <laughs> like three episodes ago. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Uh, yeah, allegedly. Um, but they're gonna do like loops around Chrissy Field, which is that sounds so boring. For the yeah. run? Yeah, for the run. I don't, it's not like there is no course maps. It's not finalized, but that's, they're, they're going to do some kind of make them go up and down the sand ladder. They're not doing the sand ladder. That's why you, yeah. that's why you race that. Oh, come on. Sarah, you did it right. Like, I have this like very vivid memory before we like each other of you running back and like bleeding from the forehead. Like, yeah, you would no, run into the rock. It was, it was um, like halfway through my scalp. I stood up, <laughs> I stood up too quickly going through one of the tunnels and cracked my head open and had to go to urgent care to get my head stapled afterwards. Um, <laughs> I also, <laughs> this is a race where I also had really bad food poisoning <laughs> and um, there was stuff going down my leg. <laughs> oh, no! Oh. Imagine. The thing is, I almost won this race too. <laughs> I know. I were this like I like we very close. I remember like, this. Yeah. Yeah. So um I cross the finish line and I have stuff going down my leg and stuff going down my head. And it is just bodily fluids everywhere. <laughs> so I have mixed um memories about Alcatraz. I did it once. We'll put it that way. <laughs> what have it, done? It, it did you. Alcatraz one, Sarah True zero. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, because that course, like if you're like I was running up the stairs as she as Sarah was running back down finishing. And I don't I think we'd met like I didn't we didn't know each other. But I remember like just being like, whoa, <laughs> like what is <laughs> happening to her? What happened? What happens yeah. up there that she's literally bleeding from the head oh and God. shitting herself? <laughs> Woo. So I really wish that the PTO race was doing that in conclusion. It would be way more fun. Oh, so, for sure. Oh, for sure. As long as I'm not doing it. <laughs> race. So they don't, they don't. I mean, they actually just might call it the Sarah Memorial yeah. Run Loop. Uh, the, the poop loop. I, <laughs> I, I lost a piece of my soul there. Yeah. I've been back to San Francisco since. Oh, really? <laughs> No, I actually haven't. It's the <laughs> airport. <laughs> and yet a part of you will always remain. Oh. Sarah's oh. DNA all over Wait. that city. <laughs> oh, God. You, es- you escaped from Alcatraz, <laughs> for sure. That went a different direction than I was uh, anticipating, guys. Just so you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, did you? Okay, can you? Do you Don't ask you, more questions. No, about I the don't. Poop. No, I oh want to know what place, like what place she came in. Second. Second. Oh, oh. She said, I, was, I was winning for most of the race. And then, like, things spiraled the last. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> you also, oh. if you're winning, you have to run, like, hard down these stairs and it's like quite hard to do if you're running as fast as like the front pros and it's quite hard to do if you're also dealing with a whole bunch of stuff so <laughs> I, I mean it it does beg another topic for maybe another day which is I've heard this discussion before which is 
it, when is it acceptable is it to, shit, it to, to shit yourself? yourself? Yeah. yeah. It's when like you're if, winning. When you're yeah, winning. Yeah. It's yeah. If you're going for the W or if there's a paycheck, it's always worth it to poop your pants. Fine. I think every, I think I'm like, if you are not in contention for the win, like it's like, no, no, you got to stop. Like, I don't even care if you like, I don't care if you're going to win your age group or you're going to like Kona, like these are all, we're not like, we are not, our uh, paychecks do not depend on whether or not we stop in the porta potty, you got to stop in the porta potty. So, so I I do think that um, the, the how do I put this? The number two issue became worse after I hit my head. I could see. That. <laughs> oh, yeah. Geez. That, yeah. <laughs> Concussion timeline food poisoning. Think, yeah. Yeah. I think things are pretty well under control. And right, then it would right. just <laughs> anyway, yeah. moving changing right, topics. Right. You're like, I don't think that's gonna happen uh this this year when they like run loops around like a field. A field. And, <laughs> and if it does, it'll be like quite um vivid. They're doing that for TV. <laughs> so if it happens, it'll be quite vivid for TV. So they okay. They still have time to change the course, though. It's not till June. I know, I know. Well, so the, all these things, you know how people keep being like, oh, it's for TV. They're like, oh, Alcatraz would be too hard to film for TV. And you're like, They used guys, to put the sad used, letter on TV. It used to literally yes. be on the local news. The local yeah. news aired it live. Yeah. Like, are you telling me that with your $20 million and your plan to revolutionize global triathlon, you can't do what NBC Bay Area did 30 years ago? Because that's kind of sad. Sad letter like three times. <laughs> These are the best of the best. They could yes. do it. Yes. Get get your token Golden Gate Bridge shot yeah. in transition so. or one of the Chrissy Field loops or the Sarah Memorial poop loop, Memorial. whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever it gets renamed as. Yes, they announced that. And then the Super League officially changed its name to Super Try this week, which I think feel like we also can mock from a since we're anti-European. Um, and then the they change arena games to, to E-World e Sport, E-World e Triathlon Championship. Yeah. Um, okay, you know what this feels like to me, though? Okay, so you know, now, like, obviously I'm, like, very close to this because we just, like, sold our house and bought a house. But you know when you, like, you go to sell a place and, like, your realtor's like, oh, you need to, like, do all these things to make it look, like, current and modern? And you're and you spend a bunch of money, and then you realize like it's gonna look dated in five years because these things are like two. That's what this feels like. Is mm. like this is gonna look very dated in like four years. I thought you were gonna say they all use the same marketing firm. Well, that also, also that. I also think like because my husband works a lot with consultants because like whatever campaigns, and like I'm convinced that like the same consultant went around to like all of these like dudes in London and like sold them the same package like. Pretty sure. Mm. So T one hundred just sounds like it sounds like a Terminator model. That too. It wasn't an, an old calculator like when we were growing oh, up. Yeah, I, I mean that. it's so we you we could also take the retro point of view and get shirts mm. made that just say T one hundred and have the old with like, a graphing calculator, the yeah. National Instruments or Texas Instruments <laughs> or whatever Texas they Instruments. Yeah. Texas <laughs> Instruments. Do you remember how expensive those were? Those were so expensive. When I lost mine, my parents like were like, "No, we can't. We're, we're not buying you a new one." Yeah, they were like so three hundred bucks. They were really, right. So I got real. So anyway, it actually I ended up getting really really good at mental math because they wouldn't buy me a new one. So. <laughs> works out see there you go there you go, there you go. no but I they like were that. like 300 dollars. Yeah. yeah 
I actually I don't, do I don't know if it was 300. It, it was felt like 300. It was a lot of yeah. money, yeah. Um, but with all the announcements now, okay, so here's my question. So I also feel like now that like all of like Iron Man also finally put up their full schedule through the year, like the whole pro series schedule is up through the end of year too, which side point, they're calling Mexico the South American Championships. We're gonna what? But um, I think that prompted then like every all these athletes to like announce theirs. So like, I don't know when this became why everyone's announcing their whole schedules now this is like a thing now like everyone's like lucy started it did she because she she... made a comment about not going to nice right she said i'm gonna do the t100 and she said i can't do both because i get hurt too frequently which is like fair and true and And then so you have people popping up going like oh yeah i'm gonna try to do both but now like everyone's announcing everyone's like here's my i'm announcing my schedule and i feel like i should announce my schedule carrie should announce her schedule like... <laughs> it, it it feels very much like the summer tours from the 1980s when we would get so excited to see our bands go on tour and it was like they were announcing their summer tour where are you gonna come see me so i yeah that's what it feels like to me i'm not like i mean it's fine but i also thought like part of the appeal for most pros is that they don't like they can change their minds later right like they don't have to sign up for a race a year and a half in advance yeah. like i thought or they that sign was... up for like three on the same weekend right. and they're on and the decide. all different start lists and okay that that one's annoying that one's annoying yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but i thought like part of like the appeal was that they could like know they wanted to target something in the fall whatever right and not have to like well you know you could always track who actually does what they say they're gonna do oh we can make a game out of it (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) or are they do they just throw it all out there throw spaghetti on the wall and just see what sticks with their training and with their previous results or is it to somehow throw off competition you know if you're going to Ironman Placid, Sarah. Like maybe people are like, "Ooh, I don't know if I want to do that." Probably I don't know. A lot like, of people is, are probably. How much, stra- oh. how much strategy is behind these announcements? As much as it is, like, I need to please my sponsors. I don't think triathletes are that it. smart. You don't. I don't like think. The, I don't think yeah. they're thinking that through. So, that, that well. Okay. In defense of I. Okay. First of all, I don't even know what I'm doing like two months from now. <laughs> You're going to be at Placid because that is the, yeah. if we were writing. Exactly. <laughs> Other than that, I can confirm nothing. Um, but I will say that sponsors frequently, mm-hmm. like at the beginning of the year, they're like, we want to know your race calendar so right. we can support you, so we can promote you, you know, work sure. with you around those races. And then obviously for um, the uh, PTO stuff, they wanted people to have the contracts mm-hmm. also like national teams so if you mm-hmm. are going to like the wts races like usa triathlon wants to know which race you want to go to because they have to budget for them right. so like just in the defense of these athletes yeah, yeah, yeah. and also I, and I also you get you get the super high caliber athletes are are getting like backroom deals sure. to sign contracts for like you go to Abu Dhabi and you're getting extra money on the side to do that race. Like, and part of the deal is you promote it along the way. I 100% expected all of that to be happening and that every individual athlete knows what their plan is for the year. But I feel like we all also know that those plans are like written in pencil 
because like yeah. shit happens. You yeah. Know what I mean? Right. Right. And so that's why the public announcement is weird to me because like how often like you just like things happen. Like like part of being a pro yeah. is that like you're riding the line. I I just think right now. Yeah. Uh, because so much is like kind of clickbait. Mm-hmm. Like people, this is a low hype time of year. So it's like okay. high hype time of year, high hype. Well, Sarah. high hype, <laughs> but like. There aren't many races, so yeah. people want to feel relevant and like okay. supported uh, by their fan base. Uh, that would be my a guess. lot of sense. That where makes, okay. where it's like okay, this is kind of a boring part of the year because everybody's trading. There's like um, no news. Yeah, let me get a lot of likes. So we're making up news. Yeah, we're making up news. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we yeah. should make up some news right now. Is what we should Ooh. do. Ooh. So. We should announce where our when our our concert tour will be for the rest of the year. I think it's pr- we we started the announcements by saying That's we're true. all going to Lake Placid. Let's be we honest, we're going to Lake Placid. You all are. I am not, but yes, that would involve me actually training. But you can come. We heard you're really good at mile twenty two of the marathon. <laughs> I, I would be more than happy to bring my karaoke machine and my microphone. Yes, and at that yes. moment tell you you're awesome i'm happy I think, to do that i think mile 22 you're running up a big hill so yes. that would be very helpful you may or may not get the bird from me i'm just saying no. Carrie. No. <laughs> i'm not racing it either carrie okay maybe just, we, we can just, drive yeah. up yeah we've just like drive committed up. we've just committed her to uh coming so i feel like we need to take i feel like we need a, a full training update but we should take an ad break first so I feel like after this break, we should come back and get a full training update. All right, Alyssa, I'm like starting to swim more again. And I feel like you were swimming a lot last year with oh, with one water. And how did you keep your hair from getting so destroyed? I was swimming so much last year. And I used try hard, Kelly, and I still swear by it. They have extensively researched this problem and created a superior vegan dermatologically tested proprietary blend. TryHard has shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and more stuff. Everything you're going to need for your pre and post swim necessities. I've also seen that top pros like Chelsea Sodaro and Lucy Charles Barkley also praise the effectiveness of TryHard. I think it's like definitely changed how good I feel just coming out of chlorine. And we have a code right now too for anyone who wants to try, you know, Try try hard and stop suffering from dry, itchy skin, having their hair get all, you know, green, which happens to me because mine's like super blonde and get all beat up. You can try any of the try hard products with the code 20 feisty. That's two zero feisty for 20% off store wide at tryhard.co. So that's 20 feisty for 20% off at tryhard.co. So Jocelyn, I know, you know, we're getting older and aging and you've been using AminoCo's Heal as part of your like post-workout recovery, right? Yeah. It seems like after I became a mom and then turned 40, my recovering abilities really tanked. So as you remember, I then tore my meniscus, had to get surgery in my knee, and now I've had this lingering ligament injury in my foot. So I've been adding a scoop of the chocolate flavored heel to like either a glass of chocolate milk or a recovery smoothie. And I love that it helps accelerate muscle. 
muscle repair and reduce inflammation so I can keep training and racing hard in my 40s. Yeah. And so you use the AminoCo Heal Chocolate. How do you like it? How's it taste? It tastes pretty good. I mix it up with a bunch of stuff. So it's like, tastes like a chocolate shake. And all AminoCo products are 100% science backed. It's, you know, Feisty's go-to essential amino acids. And you can get 30% off with the code writing, as in if we were writing, at aminoco.com slash writing. You'll also get a free gift for new purchasers. That's aminoco, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash writing and use the code writing at checkout for 30% off and a free gift. All right. What's most important? How is Jocelyn's FTP going? Well... <laughs> Well. The FTP is from the last time I tested, which is the last time I tested. <laughs> is that the uh, only time you tested? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> since this year, I don't know. How often are you supposed to test? Not that often. Not that often. Yeah. Okay. So it's still 210. And then since then, I've been sick for two weeks and I like ride my bike very easily while watching Netflix <laughs> or Amazon Prime. That's so like it's totally a, a prescribed base, training plan. Yeah. Base training, right? Yeah, base yeah, training. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to do... Uh, so Wahoo does the tour of Wahooligan at the end of the month. Mm. Which is like, I think, seven days of like hard training videos. So I am planning to do that, which it starts like this weekend. <laughs> Maybe I'll hop in with you, Jocelyn. Yeah. I feel like I need a bike kick in the butt. Mm. Some consistency. Are you like, Are do you plan on like riding your bike this year, Carrie? Or is this just like? I Zwift. I do Zwift okay. pretty frequently. So I Zw I'm on Zwift probably twice a week mm. at home. And then I have a little pack when I'm in Austin. I have a little pack of people that we gravel ride on the weekend. So we generally go gravel riding on Sundays. And so I, you know, I, I, I joke, I am, on, it's, it's more like I don't swim. <laughs> Let's be mm. honest with you. I don't, I don't swim, but I'm training for right now. I'm training for the Eugene marathon, but I, oh, okay. I train for a marathon as a multi-sport athlete. So right. mm -hmm. I still only run three days a week, maybe, maybe a four maybe, but generally I still only run three days a week and all three of those runs are pretty quality driven, right. but I supplement that with a lot of biking. So, um, and it's, you know, it, it, I feel like it keeps me what, what my true, like true runner friends can't buy into or, or don't believe, or just have never been exposed to is like biking translates so well into running fitness and if you do it correctly mm -hmm. and, um, and so does swimming, you know, like swimming is so great for running fitness, but yeah, the that's because like true, like runners, runners, and like, I'm going to make a vast, mass generalization here. Uh, they like bike too easy. Like runners, runners, like they get on a bike and all, and you're like, what, like, wh like you like are like looking around, like where they go, even if like, they're very good athletes. Right. And that's like, and like when you see that one, like, oh, you even see it at the pro level when like runners come over, they have to like learn how to, but I'm just saying as a general casual, the casual, I'm not talking about pros. Clearly I'm talking about my friends. Um, <laughs> when they, like, they just like runners, like bike really easy. And you're like, what are you doing? So then when you tell them like, oh, I'm going to ride, they like, don't understand. They're like, how, how is that going to get you fit? 
you don't yeah. have to pedal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think just the fact that it's it's low impact and you're right. still getting aerobic fitness, like especially like I noticed that my ability to do like pure miles as I get older goes down. So mm -hmm. like, but if you're still exercising, you're still getting that cardiovascular fitness without all of the impact. Yeah. Lower risk of injury for sure. Mm -hmm. That's also how mm -hmm. I train for running, Carrie, but you know how I'm doing so. So I adapted that plan for my like 100K, but obviously at some point here, like my limiter is structural breakdown and durability. So what is the minimum amount of miles I can get away with running? To, to, for your 100K? Like weekly, yeah. Where where are you up to now? Like uh, where I'm doing like high 30s to mid 40 miles a week of running. I, plus I just like truly don't and... think you have to go much higher than that. Okay. If, okay. if you are a durable athlete to be with. I am with, not. Then, <laughs> then it's probably not your running. Like I don't oh, know that adding right. more junk miles on makes you a more durable runner. It makes you more susceptible to injury if you're just throwing more miles at it. But which is why you know, I haven't, right? But then I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm gonna get X number of hours into that, in, you know, and then be like, and just like deteriorate. Have you done? Have you done like hard kind of mountain hikes? As part yeah, of yeah, well, so like my husband keeps trying to get me to hike, and I keep like mm -hmm. I don't want to hike with him. It's like a separate, <laughs> and I'm like, eh. it, it helps. Yeah. I feel it like that helps. helps with the ligaments, the joints and ligaments. We have yeah. stairs in my house yeah. now, and I figure that it's like, like <laughs> be my training because just... I walk up and down them. <laughs> yeah. Crank, crank up the treadmill to like ten percent incline, and just see how long you can walk. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have an agility ladder? Oh, so I yeah. had asked Alyssa, Alyssa Gadeski from our sister podcast when I was training for my last JFK 50, because um, I was like coming off injury and she was like, if you don't have time mm -hmm. to hit the trails a lot, get yourself a $10 agility ladder off Amazon and just look up some drills on, on the YouTube because that will help right, with your fancy footwork. And it actually was super yeah, helpful. Yeah, I like I like do all the tricks for, and they work at like shorter distances. I'm just like concerned that it's not going to work for like 10 hours. You know what I mean? I think it will. Yeah. I do. I think it will, especially mm. as, when is when is your 100K? Oh, I have two more months. I'm doing this 50K this weekend, guys. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. Like okay. So, but your 100K is in two months, but, yeah. but concurrently, you're going to have to start at some point in this uh, bell curve, like ramping up training for your Ironman too. Right. Well, this is my whole plan. Yeah. I figure- I figure as long as I'm swimming three times a week right now, I'll be fine because like, I don't, I like, I don't, I don't need to like do anything fancy in the swim. I just need to like survive it. And then, and then like my biking's okay. So, but I just have to hope that the running, like, you know, you said bike finish translates to running. I gotta hope it goes the other way. And then when I start like ramping, I need to ramp up longer rides in May. That's my plan. That's my, okay. Yeah. My, see, I, I have this, this is totally, this is a great plan. I, well, and, and a lot of it too, God, I'm, like we're all switching into coach mode. A lot of it too, <laughs> but this I think is really like great for people that are listening too, as you, because we all love to do all the things. Like right. I love all the things too, but you, like it all depends on your goals too. So if you want to go into this hundred K and podium or no, I need my stones, my goal is yeah, to get my so stones. So yeah, there's this stone, you're getting stoned or something. I don't know what's happening. So you just need yes. to finish to yes. get stones. Okay. Is that so, it? So okay. you don't have okay. aggressive time goals per se for that. So really it's, that is about building your aerobic engine, which right. you can do as a multi-sport athlete. 
and then come, you know, concurrently train for Placid, which you do need to actually I do want to do well at, to yeah. get, yeah, yeah. To, to, yeah, to get your niece. That's like spot. my real goal. And then at niece, I have to finish because Jocelyn says we have to finish. Yeah. Yes. So those are my not ideas. holding hands. Got to have that high. <laughs> <And> not <laughs> clapping for each other. Not holding hands. Right. No clapping. No cheering each other on. <laughs> so you've got the 50K this week. And then do you have a 50 miler at, at any point like no. leading up to it? No, okay. Absolutely okay. not. That'd be crazy. Wait, have you done, done a 50 long like, trail race like, before? I was like, I was like, everyone I know is done a okay. 50K around here. Um, but this one's like the one that's like right by outside my house. You know, like they're going to run in front of my house. Okay. And I signed up for it. And me and my husband signed up for, like thinking it was like our local trail race. And it turns out it's like definitely a pro field and it's going to be like streamed live. And there's like people <laughs> flying in for it. And I'm like, whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. Okay. So I feel like there's also like the pure runners that go into trail or ultra racing. They don't know that all the ultra people just stop yeah, and well, start walking up all the hills. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, um, especially in the Bay Area. <laughs> but the, which is why I think hiking, like you I should don't incorporate hike. some more hiking, hiking just to stupid. get the miles. Up. I'm always like, this takes so long. I agree. I mean, <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't stupid, but I'm saying it's going to be helpful. It'll be helpful for the 100K because at some point you're going to be walking even though it's stupid. But on a 15-pound weight vest, (laughs) put the Mm. treadmill on at, you know, 5% Mm. and you'll see how stupid it feels. That is stupid. Well, yeah, that's right. You don't train indoors. I don't don't train indoors. (laughs) But but also kind of speaking to what Jocelyn's saying, like that that trail-specific agility, like because as you get more and more fatigued, you know, five hours into it, like... I Your did brain wipe is out. little fuzzy. Yeah. Like I, you don't want to yeah. hurt yourself doing this. No, I absolutely wiped out like a week ago because I was so tired. Because I don't pick up. You know how you don't pick up your feet. Yeah, yeah, not good. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. But here's my actual training yeah. question for you guys, and tell me what you would have done in this scenario, okay? And then, and then we can hear Sarah's update. Okay, so I told you how my pool. I go to the Y, and it's like chaos. It's like there's four lanes, and they're supposed to be by speed, but all of them have people floating in them. And it's like 85 degrees and and it's just, it's like not swimmable because like I lap people in the fast lane, like every two laps. So it's just like chaos, right? So last night it was even more chaos than usual. There were like four people in the fast lane. I had already had to stand up in the middle lane and, and like you turn twice, right? Like, and then this other person wants to get in the lane. So the lifeguard, so I am like stopped and like, cause I'm like about to like grab a kickboard and start. And so I get stuck, like caught, like cornered with the lifeguard telling this woman she has to move down a lane. And I couldn't go because the lifeguard is talking to her and she's blocking me. And there were other people, like I was like, I was like cornered in the, like the next to the lane line, like all trapped. And the lifeguard is telling this woman she has to move down clearly because she's too slow, but the lifeguard isn't saying that it isn't explaining it. And the woman went full Karen and was like, well, I don't understand why I have to move. And like, they're arguing and I can't move because I'm trapped. And so what came out of my mouth was, because the woman goes, well, I think it should be by speed. If I move in that lane, it's just gonna be crowded over there. I think this should be sorted by speed. And what comes out of my mouth is, yeah, she's saying you're the slowest one. That's what she's saying. You need to move down. And then I felt bad. But I was like, I don't know how else to say that. Like, because clearly the lifeguard. And then did you then yes. get untrapped? Then I got so untrapped. Get like, out of that situation. I didn't know what else to say. So what came out of my mouth was, yes, she's saying you're the slowest swimmer. Because the lifeguard wouldn't say it. 
And so this woman was like, and it, so it was like super. So what, like, what would you have said? I felt like I felt kind of bad, but also like, oh man, you shouldn't feel bad because the lifeguard was probably like, yeah. thank God you said <laughs> it. Thank you, Kelly. I mean, respect for being direct. Yeah. Like, yeah. but yeah, I, I can, I can see why you'd be like, oh, I thought I was like, in all fairness, it's not you. It is that other guy over there, but you're both really slow. No, I'm kidding. Right. But like, <laughs> like, one of you needs to move down. Yeah. That's a tricky one. I know. I but like, oh. the important part is she moved. She moved. She moved. She, she did move. She, she probably moved. left. She probably went to the and locker room. <laughs> no, she was and she cried. was in Karen mode. She swam the rest yeah. of her swim. Don't worry. But like, then the three guys who were in the lane were so scared of me. They kept getting out of my way. <laughs> yes. They got out of your way. It worked. They were it, like kind of. It worked. And I was like, well, so it my, totally worked. My question is if she didn't get into Karen mode and was just kind of clueless. Right. It, Would I have been nicer? Probably. Yeah. So I think you met her where she was. <laughs> <laughs> it was an appropriate response to her, her. She was. to yeah. her Karenness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I gotta yeah. quit the Y, guys. It's terrible. So. Yeah. yeah, not not <laughs> worth the the price. <laughs> the bottom line is like, yeah, I think to make you, you a better, y. happier athlete, you're gonna have to. Yeah, it's unfortunate when you join a gym and you get less fit. Like that was what was happening. Right. I was like, oh, that's not good. So right, right, right. Sarah, what's your training update? Since we've heard from everyone. I don't want to talk about it because I feel really silly. Um, <laughs> so a few days ago, I pick up my son and like something happened to my back. Uh, and I am in so much pain that I'm like sleeping with oh no. um, like a heat pad because like I can't sleep more than like an hour without waking up because it's just like spasming. Um, I'm still exercising, but it's just like. It makes me feel ridiculous. I'm like, hey, Sarah, you're a pretty good athlete. Right. Yeah, you go and pick up <laughs> your son and you are crippled now. So <laughs> like, yeah, it makes me feel that I am only good at going in a straight line. Um Is that in three true? sports. You, and that does that does not translate to other things. Do apparently. you do like are you only good at going in a straight line? Do you do like the what's the word, the lateral movement or the directional? I mean, I can. But I also picked up like a 32 pound kid and like ruined my back. And that like, it's been, it's been oh. years since anything like that's happened. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I, it made me I feel liked, very you bad. had a very, you did definitely had a, the choice of words of like, I'm still exercising. You didn't even say training. You just said, I'm still <laughs> exercising. Yeah. That was a deliberate choice of words. Yeah. Yeah, Aww. well, because I'm a little owie. <laughs> a little tender. I feel like that. Damn it, huh? Usually, like, because I've done that where I like woke up and I like couldn't turn my head one way or like something. You know what I mean? Like, you just, and I feel like it usually goes away mm-hmm. within a week, but you never know. Oh, How it long? is. It's yeah, been it's been, it's been almost a week now. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Are you, it's uh, pretty brutal. Is there any, uh, like rehab that's taking place? Are we doing acupuncture or massage or has any, have you been doing? I have a massage Cairo. schedule for Friday. My Cairo guy can't see me until next week. I don't know. Oh, don't come know. on. He's got to get you, you guys, sooner. Do you go to massage regularly? No. 
I, I can't uh, emotionally handle it. So like, I really like, it makes me feel like I'm just like, so I just can't, I can like, and I told my husband this, we go to the same guy and I'm like, I can't emotionally go more often. Yeah. Not like, really? Yeah. Okay. So because I have a grown up yeah. job now, <laughs> I actually take a lot better care of my body mm. than when I was racing as an elite. And so, but I've mm. also been hit by a car two times. So I have like a chronic neck pain where I I go to my Cairo guy like every other week and then I do massage every three to four weeks. And if I don't, then like my body gets really stiff and I have had my neck lock up like, you know, wake up one morning and you can't turn your head. That's happened a couple times. And then when I started actually taking care of myself regularly, then it's 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 a lot better now, but yeah. Otherwise, I I feel you on the. I feel like I turned forty, had a child, and <laughs> everything hurts more. I don't think oh, I've wait. had a massage in four or five years. No, really. Yeah, proper like either either relaxation massage or sports massage. No, but I do love that Theragun thing, hmm. or the Hypervolt. Hmm. I think is the one that we have. Sorry. <laughs> No sponsorship, but so this was not your announcement, Sarah, of your race schedule, is what I'm getting. Um, no, I'm announcing <laughs> like I am not good at picking heavy objects up. Well, unfortunately, that doesn't come up that often in triathlon. You know, I could focus on the one time it did mess up my back, but really, I should focus on like the thousands and thousands of times oh. I have picked them up, and it's been okay. So yeah. maybe just my perspective's wrong. Like, yeah. maybe I'm actually a more well-rounded athlete than I've been thinking. <laughs> That's what I took away from this. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you have a random question? You didn't have a random question last week, so I feel like you owe us a random question this week. Sure, sure. Um, so I've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race on yeah. the trainer because it makes me happy, and. I was wondering what everybody could incorporate from drag that would improve their lives. Like what mm -hmm. lesson, life lesson from drag would be relevant to you? I, we have a uh, drag laureate of San Francisco and I had to write a story about them one time. And, uh, and yeah, she kept saying that, uh, it's all about joy, right? It's about bringing joy and like living joyfully and like not like, cause obviously, um, you know, some of the people who historically have done drag are, uh, they have harder things happening in their lives. And so it's about like, like, you know, we don't always have to be like the worst things that happen to us, you know, bringing joy. So there you go. I love that. It's, yeah. it's definitely a celebration. Um, yeah. I think, I think for me, the thing I love is like, how big reading is in the culture so like you better be able to take people making fun of you mm. and be able to dish it out without like you know really having it affect your ego where I think we all can use a little of that like we should be able to laugh at ourselves and at other people in a not a malicious way it's like a way of love like spreading that humility like having the confidence to be able to take it I think is a big it's it's a really good life like the more mm -hmm. confident you are it doesn't matter what somebody says to you you're just like yeah you know what 
I do have a big nose, you know, like, <laughs> and I own it. <laughs> I was going to say, say the yeah. confidence, the confidence that drag queens exude. It's like, oh yeah, I should have that I don't need more every day for every moment. I could really, I there was like, so I was like, at one point I was like, when I was considering colleges, I, you know, anyway, I was basically at one point like, you know, it's probably good. I didn't go to an IV. I would have turned into such a bitch. Like I yeah. did not need that. To be you would just be on like Wall Street or something. Yeah, basically. You you'd be like a finance bro. But oh, yeah. obviously, oh god. Well, yeah. No, you guys said all such amazing things. I'm gonna go practical. Like, uh, what I could draw from a from a drag queen is like makeup tips because I'm terrible. Yeah. I don't know how to put makeup on properly. I don't know how to use fashion to my benefit. Like, I would just love to spend an an afternoon with like Trixie Mattel or hmm. another awesome drag queen and just like work me up, bitch. Work me That's up. True. So That's right true. now I am visualizing you in like real drag makeup. <laughs> and like, this makes me very happy. So I think we're just going to leave it there. Like picture yourself in the mirror with drag makeup with like your eyebrows like glued down and stuff and like two inches yeah. above where they normally are. Amazing. Amazing. I don't know if there's a filter for that, but we need one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to another week of if we're writing. Please send us Bailey Smells. You know, flood Carrie's inbox, whatever. <laughs> Thanks here for, for joining us, Carrie. And we'll be back with Khadija next week. We know what it takes to be reaching the top.